Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and as I'm sure you can hear from my voice, I'm still very much under the weather, not doing so hot, but the show must go on, and today we're going to be talking about basically the Israel-Palestine uh, conflict right now. Now, I'm sure, like the entire world, you know that that essentially there were massive rocket attacks and, and, and all of that against Israel, etc., by Hamas and all of that, and obviously... Uh, you know, Israel is gearing up to, to go into Gaza and all of that. And, and my heart breaks for absolutely everybody in this situation. And just the sheer loss of life and brutality and whatever that is. And I think everybody that is looking at this objectively, hopefully, uh, just, you know, wants a peaceful and nonviolent resolution of this entire thing. But, you know, we're talking about a very long history here. But today I wanted to bring up something that not isn't really being talked about in the press at all <clears throat> you know we hear about the rocket attacks the, the you know the the shootings the the all that kind of stuff but there's one thing that's going on that that very few are talking about and that is the cyber warfare side of this which has been incredibly active uh essentially since the start of the uh rocket barrage by hamas and whatnot so uh the only real source as i was thinking about this when i actually went looking for this and there's there's a few out there but one that had a decent write-up was actually Sam Sabin of Axios, and he's pretty much aligned with what I've been seeing as well, uh, you know, as we here at Security Fanatics are looking at these kinds of things on behalf of clients and whatnot as well. But basically, if you didn't know, disruptive cyber attacks are basically taking down things like news sites and emergency services, uh, and this has been starting basically since almost the beginning of the this, this conflict, this new, I should say, escalated conflict. And obviously that spurs fear and confusion as people are trying to keep track of events, or, or possibly need to call for ambulances as, again, rockets are raining down and fighters are hitting things and all that kind of stuff. And so <clears throat> just in the last few days, we've got a couple that have been pretty major. So the Jerusalem Post basically said this past Monday that their website was down due to a series of cyber attacks um, for which the group known as Anonymous Sudan has claimed responsibility in its telegram, telegram group. Fortunately, Jerusalem Post is back online as of the next day. Another pro-Palestinian group known as Anon Ghost also exploited a flaw in the Red Alert app, which alerts users to basically real-time rocket launches and sent fake alerts about a nuclear bomb. And that's according to researchers at Group IB as well. So that is obviously a terrifying prospect. I couldn't imagine being a citizen getting alerts saying incoming nuclear weapon. I mean, at that point, you're just hugging your kids and preparing for the worst. On top of it, You've got another pro-Palestine group, and we'll talk about the breakdown between Israel and Palestine with these groups, <clears throat> but a, a Ghosts of Palestine, which is another group, uh, basically claimed in its tele telegram group on Monday that it attacked a range of organizations, including Israel's Ministry of Foreign Affairs, the Ben-Gurion Airport, and others. Fortunately, a lot of those websites and whatnot appear to be functional as of Monday afternoon, and obviously airports being open and, and moving back and forth are very critical, whether you're you know, you've got people that are leaving the region or you've got incoming supplies, whatever that is. Now, a group, uh, basically a security research group that tracks cyber warfare known as CyberNo estimated that as of that past Monday, at least 58 groups were actively targeting both Israeli and Palestinian organizations with denial of service attacks of the 58 estimated groups. Participating in this conflict that we know of at the moment, <clears throat> Cyberno believes that 10 of those are working on behalf of Israel 
and 48 are working in either support of the Palestinians or just simply against Israel in general, meaning I don't have a conflict with the Palestinians. I don't care about that. I'm just not a fan of Israel, and so I'm going to hit it. And so they're seeing both pro-Palestinian and neutral, but against Israel uh, attackers. Now, the ghost of Palestine, oh, Palestine, I'm sorry, there is a town by me called Palestine. Uh, the ghost of Palestine also issued a call um, basically in their telegram group this past Sunday for hackers worldwide to join them in attacking Israeli and also U.S. public and private infrastructure as the United States is very publicly a staunch ally of Israel and, and is supporting them and the IDF, the Israeli Defense Forces, uh, you know, through, through essentially this conflict since the start. Now, a few groups <clears throat> that were working against Israel were also discovered to be uh, pro uh, pro hacking pro Russian hacking groups as well, including Killnet, which is pretty well known for this. And also, just as an FYI, Israel and Iran have also long engaged in offensive cyber attacks against one another, which has resulted in things like you know uh, hacked gas stations, halted steel production, uh, near breaches of water utilities, and on and on and on. If you didn't know, Hamas, which essentially is the leadership organization of Palestine uh, that was elected to that position, has claimed that Iran is actually offering them backing and logistical support. Interestingly enough as well, if you didn't know, back in March of 2023, this year, leaders of Hamas went to Moscow as well. And so there's speculation that this in part is machinations of Russia uh, essentially trying to widen uh, global conflict, tie up U.S., focus interest and resources away from Ukraine to obviously Israel and all of this. And if Iran is getting pulled in, then inevitably Saudi Arabia will get pulled in and, and everything else as they've been running a proxy war, uh, you know, just south of Saudi Arabia and Yemen for quite some time. So <clears throat> it is a complete mess of geopolitical machinations, uh, you know, but but we're going to see uh, what, what goes on here. And for context, Iran targeted Israel uh, Israel's government and private organizations more than any other country from July of uh, 2022 through June of 2023. And that's according to a Microsoft report that was actually released last week prior to uh, this attack from Hamas. So we're going to see what, what, you know, what happens here. It's obviously a mess. Um, but, you know, again, at the end of the day, I just would hope that everybody would live in peace, just understanding that's not going to happen anytime soon. I'm not naive, but but uh, hopefully this will come to a peaceful and quick resolution uh, without without too much loss of life. And, and, and I just I think that might be a pipe dream, but I think we're all hoping for that. But understand that as you are seeing rockets fly and people getting shot and reports of, you know, you know, just innocents being killed one way or the other understand that that on the background there's always cyber warfare going on there's always hacking going on and that is always part of it and and while a lot of people don't think about that as warfare it absolutely is and here we are and please like share follow me here on facebook and twitter at nick aesp and please feel free to subscribe to me on youtube as well and as always stay safe stay online and please attempt to stay private and now i'm going back to bed take care